0: If they don't know you, they won't flow you. (laughs) Guys, I'm telling you, this weekend was amazing. If you don't know, I was at GrowthCon, the 10X GrowthCon down in Miami, Florida, uh, Grant Cardone's entrepreneurial conference. It was absolutely incredible, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. Uh, please excuse my voice. It is still recovering from this awesome weekend, but learned a lot. I was at the 10X Growth Conference with, uh, hosted by Grant Cardone. Uh, he brought a bunch of guest speakers there to, uh, showcase a bunch of entrepreneurial success and to motivate. 35,000 of the world's top entrepreneurs. Um, I'm kidding. I don't know if they were top or not, but 35,000 of those who were willing to attend. Um, the stadium was in Marlins uh, Marlins Park down in Miami, Florida, absolutely packed and filled with so much excitement. Um, I'm telling you, definitely worth the trip if you're thinking about attending next year. Uh, the really good thing was that they hosted a free ticket for military, for teachers, first responders, and law enforcement. And I believe they're going to do the same thing next year. So make sure you guys that are listening go and grab your ticket because this is an epic event that you do not want to miss. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, give you a little after-action report on uh, what I learned, on who I saw, um, and the excitement that that ensued. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, Right at the opening of the ceremony, um, or the weekend, rather, Grant Cardone uh, parachuted into the stadium. It was intense. Um, He had this crazy jumpsuit, which I'll tell you a funny story about later on, Uh, but he uh, had this crazy jumpsuit that he made specifically for this conference, and he jumped out of a plane, and yes, parachuted into the stadium. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Marlin Stadium, it's a dome. So they opened up the dome just enough for him to get in and to uh, come down on this runway. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy regarding whether or not it was actually him. Um, we still don't truly know, but... Um, But what we do know is that there was a guy in a yellow suit that came and jumped onto the uh, onto the runway there, and then he went backstage and took off his helmet in front of camera and right. And so it was Grant Cardone, anyway. (laughs) Anyway, could have been a stunt, but we'll see. Um, But yes, so that was an epic start to the uh, to the stadium, and and again, it it was a huge stage. Um, for those of you who are on our Facebook group, you saw us post videos um, uh, on the opening. You saw us post videos on um, with some of the excitement that was going around, and and it was packed, it was so loud. Everything was amazing, and they broke the weekend down into three sections. Right, so Friday was they were talking about sales. Uh, Saturday they focused specifically on leadership and marketing, and then um, and then Sunday was the final day. That was on execution and implementing these strategies to help boost your success, um, and it was well done. The, the honestly, the weekend was very well done. It was well organized, and uh, and I gotta say, Grant put on a great show. He also brought Snoop Dogg and Little John uh, in on some of the mornings to help motivate people to kind of get the day started off at the right the right foot. So um, definitely an epic, an epic, epic event. Um, And so the guest speakers there were John Maxwell, Steve Harvey, uh, who did a phenomenal job, by the way. I'll talk to you later on about that. Uh, Damon John, Jesse Itzler, Sarah Blakely, his wife, Elena Cardone. She came up and spoke at the last day. Um, Bethany Frankel was there, Ty Lopez, Pete Vargas, Ryan Dees, Russell Brunson, and Sarah Blakely. Uh, just to name a few oh, I'm sorry, I named her already anyway, but uh but yeah, so I mean, just some of those folks were there crushing it, they all had their own little uh speech, and then he also brought them on at various times to you know kind of have a q and a um and it was good, it was a great time, honestly was um, and so, for the first day with sales. Um, they spoke a lot about click funnels and automation, right? And how you can leverage technology to kind of increase uh, your follow-up game. And for those who are big into sales, they'll know that you know follow-up is really where you make most of your money. I mean, making that first contact is important, uh, but the follow-up usually is where you, know, you close that deal. Uh, whether it's the second, third, fourth, maybe it's the 10th time you follow up with that person, but um, but again, just to kind of build that rapport, build that trust, and to um, and to kind of showcase, you know, what it is that you're doing. So that way, you can speak your story to that person. Now, uh, ClickFunnels is a good way to automate that follow up because um, you're putting you're constantly putting your products or your services in front of. Um, their face right um, in front of your, your client's face. And that's really the best way. And I'll tell you, you know, later on too, if they don't know what you're doing, they can't help you out. Right? Like for instance, you know, for us active duty, passive income, if we didn't say that we had a coaching program, right? None of you would know. Right. And maybe this is the first time that you're hearing that. And if so, then, Hey, we are more than an education platform. We are mentors and coaches and we will help Get you your first deal, you know, if if that is the case, or we'll help get you your next deal if that is what you're looking to do, or if you're looking to expand, we'll help you do that too. Uh, across the five of us, of our team, you know, we have hundreds of properties of experience and, and multiple years, um, and a lot of advisors that we have built, right? Mentors that we have access to that maybe you don't, but we'll lev- we 'll leverage their knowledge and their wisdom to help you in um, in getting you know yourself set up for success and um, and that 's what we 're passionate about because we truly believe that you know you guys deserve more, you guys deserve better, and we are going to be that hub for financial education in the military if there is none right so um, but yeah, so and then being creative, we also learned about being creative and putting yourself in situations that will drastically affect your life, right? Um, Jesse Itzler had a motivational speech this weekend about how he got to where he was and uh, pretty much that whole fake it till you make it type of (laughs) mindset, right? I mean, Jesse Itzler, for those who don't know him, definitely uh, do some research on him. But he's he's a rapper. You know, he was a rapper back in the day. And somehow ended up, you know, getting his first record deal, which ended up, you know, getting him into another situation, which ended up getting him into a fleet of of jets, right? I mean, he's the man. He is the true essence of, you know, drive and letting your passion and your wit help create the environment that you put yourself in and lead to your success and being able to leverage your connections um, to also help you get to where you're at. Quick funny story on that. We actually uh, used a little bit of creativity ourselves and managed to get him to want to come on the podcast with us. So, uh, if those of you have heard uh, David Goggins, uh, he wrote a book with David after he met David Goggins at an ultra marathon. He was impressed by David's story and he wanted David to coach him for 31 days. And after this 31 days of coaching, him and david wrote a book together and we are going to bring them on to showcase their book and to help motivate you guys into taking some serious action all right so that was a big big uh, win from this weekend and we've got a couple more um to also talk about which is going to be cool but yeah so never ever underestimate yourself moral of the story here right never underestimate yourself your creativity and what you can do Always listen to an opportunity when it presents itself, right? For us, it was the opportunity to get David Goggins on the podcast. As you know, we've put that out on the Facebook group. We've put that out you know, before. Uh, we are going to make it happen, and you guys will get to hear from David Goggins, just like you heard from Robert Kiyosaki, just like you've heard from Garrett Sutton, just like you've heard from a bunch of other awesome people we've had on here, uh, Jason Hartman, right? But you know, we are going to continue to put these people in there and we're going to leverage as much creativity as we can to help get there. So who, yeah. All right. Uh, we also learned about websites, right? And how to convey your message. And often too, with sales, you know, when, if you are, if you are, um, selling a service, if you're selling a product, whatever it is, right, people need to find you, people need to see you and they need to be able to clearly understand what it is that you're trying to sell. So a website is a great tool to have and to use as your face, right? This is the face of my product, and this is the message that I, that I need to share with you, and why I think I can help you solve your problem, right? But as soon as you get on the website, you need to make sure that that message is clearly defined and clearly um, conveyed to your customer, right? Otherwise, they'll get to your website, they'll look through it, and they don't understand what it is you're doing, and they'll leave makes sense so definitely some good stuff there um grant cardone also spoke um about finding what it is that you're resisting in life right and kind of lean into it because you'll never you'll never know what you're able to accomplish unless you test yourself to get there right i mean if the fear of investing in real estate is holding you back right but you know or you've seen other people that have been successful with it right you've heard or you've listened to this podcast enough or you've heard enough mentors out there that uh, or I, I, call, I call them silent mentors right because they're those people that are out there that you probably never get a chance to talk to but you hear them all the time you see them all the time and you get to know them right and get to know their strategy what they're doing that's what I kind of call silent mentors you, you use those, use them and leverage their success in your own life um Right. But, you know, you kind of find those silent mentors out there and try and do what they're doing. Stop resisting, you know, from getting into it, even if it's sales. Right. Don't resist getting into sales. If you're afraid of it, you get into it and you may be surprised. Maybe you like it and maybe it'll spark your life. And that's what he was talking about. You know, for him, he, Grant Cardone, way, way back in the day, did not, Like sales, he didn't like the idea of it, but you know, out of necessity, really, he ended up getting into it, and it changed his life. And now, for those of you who know Grant Cardone, I mean, you know, he's a massive success. Uh, He wouldn't be what he's he wouldn't do what he's doing. He wouldn't be where he is without it, right? Without having taken that leap of faith. Um, For those of you who don't know Grant Cardone, I'm going to go ahead and give you a hint. (laughs) If you type it into Google he will stay with you forever, all right, his marketing is that good, his marketing is absolutely intense, because if you look up any one of his pages, anytime, right, on your computer, like, they'll do that whole trace thing or whatever, and you'll constantly see his face, you know, on the ads, the side of the page, and all that stuff, like, he is that good, and he's spent a lot of money in the marketing, so it'll, it'll get there. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, yes, by the way, when you do look up certain things, right, these ads will target you because you've searched it. So if you are, let's say, I don't know, uh, male, you're... Uh, you may be in a relationship and you're between the age of 18 and 25. Well, guess what you're going to constantly see. You're going to see a bunch of Zale, ad- Zales advertisements for rings and all this stuff. And cause they're going to think, Oh, well maybe you're thinking about getting engaged and they do watch what you're looking at. I mean, Skynet, right? That whole Skynet theory. It's partially true. But anyway, uh, anyway, I digress. Um, So another thing is really find out what you love to do or what you're good at and provide that service. A lot of people have some anxiety when it comes to business or when it comes to investing or when it comes to anything, right? You know, you're trying to figure out what it is that you will do and you overlook some of the things that you already like to do, right? I mean, if you are passionate about lawn care, right? Mowing your lawn, you think it gives you so much relaxation, And you don't mind doing it for your neighbors, uh, you know, think about starting a service there. You may provide that service to someone and end up doing landscaping for like half the neighborhood, but they will pay you to do it because a lot of people don't like to mow their lawn and they will have no problem paying you to go and do that if that's something you decide to do. Maybe it's making uh, some kind of arts and crafts, right? I mean, people will enjoy um, you. hanging up some of the crafts that you are displaying some of the crafts that you make. And, uh, and you know, and that might be another service there that you can sell either on Etsy or some kind of creative website like that. Um, so just certain things to think about. And all these are ways for that. You can generate some income or you can create a little business or so, right? Or investing in real estate, right? Same, same. Um, so tell other people what you're doing. This is absolutely important. Okay. Because, twofold, right? One, if they don't know you, they won't flow you, right? I said that in the beginning of the, uh, the podcast and that's actually Grant Cardone's phrase, right? So I'm quoting him there, but if they don't know you, right, they won't give you their money, right? They, can't, you, they won't know that you have the solution to their problem. It's like having the cure for cancer. If you don't get it out there, no one's going to know that you have it. Makes sense, but if you have it, obviously you're going to want people to buy into it. So you have to get it out there. And but the second thing too is that it'll give you a little bit of pressure because if no one knows what you're doing, no one can keep you accountable, right? And so we speak often about having an accountability buddy, um, especially in the military, right? having some some kind of mentor, or someone to help keep you um, keep you going and keep you on track, right? Because if you keep all of your uh, ideas or your plans to yourself, and you don't have anyone to check up on you to see if you're doing it, you allow a lot of that that uh, pressure, or not really pressure, but you allow a lot of that really to, to on yourself to get it done. And when you give someone else the responsibility of helping you get there, it puts a little more pressure on you. And pressure is a privilege, right? Pressure is what helps the most successful entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs right because they deal with a product that now suddenly a lot of people want and or they need and they will continue to come to you right so, um, so hey, have it. I mean, us in the military, we understand that pressure is, is, is life, right? I mean, you can't go through life and growth and development or have some success without having some kind of pressure. You know what I mean? I think some of the greatest leaders have been born because of pressure that was given um, to them. I mean, case in point, my favorite Marine out there, Colonel Ripley. Oh my God, what a story, right? Incredible amount of pressure that was on you know his back to climb right the Hanoi Bridge and and blow it up and that's that's incredible, but I mean you think about this it's the same in business right I mean some of the most successful business leaders have been born because of the some of their um, situations and businesses that have blown up overnight right so I mean you have to you have to be able to handle that pressure and and use it to build your success right. Um, another thing they talked about during uh, sales was the 40% rule. And this is actually something I think David Goggins came up with, uh, which was, you know, when your brain says that you're done right in anything, right? We're talking about mental exhaustion, right? When your brain says that you're done, you're really only 40% there, right? Because it's that initial response, that survival mode that kicks in, that's telling you I need to stop, right? But you got to keep going, keep pushing yourself. And when you keep pushing your boundaries, your body will learn what where you're pushing yourself and like that whole muscle memory concept, right? And you'll continue to do more and more and get better and better, right? That's why we train. That's why in the military, when we constantly do these exercises, sometimes to the point of ad nauseum, right? You get so mad. It's like, well, why are we doing this again? Why are we doing another man overboard drill? You know, it's the middle of the night. I already have... Uh, I've already you know, had three hours of watch. This is my only little bit of window for sleep, and now we're doing another man overboard drill, right? But, I mean, again, you never know when that man's going to fall over in real life. So you need to be constantly ready and have that muscle memory built in to go order and save that guy, right? Um, so the stuff is important. Um, and then the, one of the last things that I really took away from the sales is that uh, and this is more in regards to you know really making money, but think about this: you get paid in proportion to the problems that you solve, and that's pretty profound. Uh, I think Elon Musk uh, was the guy that said this, and one of the speakers quoted him in that but um, but it's really true I mean, and you think about it in the military structure as well i mean it's you know the enlisted don't make as much money as the officers do right? But at the same time, the enlisted are not in charge uh, of, of as much as the officers are. And when you're in that charge, or even your senior enlisted, right? Your senior enlisted, let's just, you know, you can say there, right? Your senior enlisted have more of a charge than your junior enlisted do. And because they are solving those issues and those problems that are run at the division level, the squadron level, the battalion level, right? The, 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 um the brigade level, right? Whatever, whatever it is that you're, that you're looking at, you know, the admirals, the generals, those guys in charge, they're responsible of, you know, ha- handling the whole Mew, right? Or the whole MAGTAF, or maybe even the whole fleet, you know what I mean? So you got, so you need to be able to understand that um, even in business, the amount of problems that you solve for people are going to directly represent themselves in your sales, Right? or in the amount of money that you get. I mean, think about how much money you know, Elon Musk makes right? just from solving the whole uh, natural energy issue. I mean, he's created a whole solar company. I <laughs> mean, it's incredible. How much money he makes in that one company is absolutely insane, and now he's taking it, and, he, and now he's trying to solve more problems, like space travel right with this whole SpaceX program. So, so you just got to think about it and if you have big ideas out there, don't ever be afraid to give one of them a shot. Investing investing in real estate is another big idea if you've never done it before, right? Take the leap of faith, get educated, right? Get connected, build your network, understand what you're doing before you just do it, but you know, but don't worry about having that 100% solution. I'm going to talk about this later on, but you know, you don't have to have your full plan to go in head first, right? Make sure you have enough contingencies in place. That way, when, you know, shit is the fan, you'll be able to, you know, be able to come back up and actually, you know, recover from it, but, but also learn and grow and continue on, continue the fight. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so it was good stuff. That 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 Friday was, was very, very knowledgeable. Uh, it was very, very amazing, and there was so much uh, value added to Steve Harvey ended the night. And um, and I'll tell you, it was very, very emotional. I mean, Steve Harvey took you through the ringer, man, with his whole story. And I'll be honest, I didn't even know Steve Harvey's full story like that. But it was so impressive to know how much faith has played such a crucial um, you know um, such a crucial amount of influence in his life to get him to where he is today and i mean we spoke about it in the last podcast with with my gospel choir uh, director but um, faith is is so important for you to you know move forward in anything and um, and you need to find it Right? It doesn't have to be sp- uh, some kind of spiritual faith, right? It doesn't have to be some kind of religious faith, but faith in yourself, right and your ability to accomplish the mission, or a faith in your partners, right to be able to have your back. I mean, faith is crucial, regardless of what it is that faith means to you, whatever's going to help carry you when all odds are against you. And right? so being able to have that and to push on and to persevere. Right. He even mentioned about the whole, uh, the whole beauty pageant thing. Right. Oh, my God. Miss Miss Universe, the Miss Universe pageant. You know what I mean? I think when I mentioned Steve Harvey, I'm sure a lot of you thought about that. Right. But, but, uh, what was funny is that in the story he told us, you know, he, um, so he had the ears. Right. I'll, I guess I'll just, Kind of share it real quick, but he had that little earpiece, right, where they – it's like a microphone. Well, not a microphone, but it's like a speaker. They they tell you what's going on, and he's reading the teleprompter, but he's also reading the card. And so in his ear, they're telling him one thing. The teleprompter is telling him uh, something, but the card he's looking at is telling him something completely different. And, you know, in his ear, they're telling him, hey, yeah, read the next name on the card, read the next name on the card, whatever, right? But the card got it wrong. (laughs) And so he decided, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, listen to what's in my ear, read the card, boom, you read the card, right? And then the guy in his ear is like, all right, good stuff, man. Now go on backstage, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he gets backstage, he gets harassed by, you know, this producer and is like, blah, 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 you know, you got the wrong person, that wasn't supposed to be the winner, whatever, you know, don't worry about it. We'll just fix it, you know, later on or whatever. And and he's like, no, you know, he he took the moral high ground on. He's like, wait a minute. No, she did not win. All right? The winner was there. He got it wrong. I'm going to go out there and fix it. And so he went out there. He went back out there, even though they were telling him not to. And he went to confront the issue and he went to fix it. And... I got to say right there, I, have, I didn't even know that that was a story. I think maybe he might have spoken about it before. I'm sure someone interviewed him. But I didn't know that was a story up until that point. I just thought that, you know, my man got it wrong. And, and it was what it was. But no, I mean, that's can you can you imagine the moral fortitude that you have to have to go back on stage in front of the world and and correct something, especially after right, you've been told not to. I mean, the integrity there, it's incredible, right? And I'm sure, yeah, of course, he's going to get the brunt of the media and the brunt of what's going on. But you know what, though? Hey, it happens in life. You get knocked back down, but you've got to have the faith to get back up and keep moving forward. And that was a big takeaway from that night and, and, uh, and his speech. So um, so I hope you know, that encourages some of you out there um, who are maybe looking to get started, but something's holding you back, right? Just have the faith. Or maybe you're trying to get back into the game. If you're listening to this and maybe you were burned during that whole uh, financial collapse in 2007, 2008, you know, maybe listening to this, you're kind of nervous and getting back into real estate, or you've had family members that were affected and so you're nervous. But you know, don't let it affect you, man. Get back on that saddle and figure it out, all right? So, um, yeah, so Friday was a really good day. Saturday, they were talking about marketing um, and they actually incorporate a lot of leadership here too. I think that was actually one of the biggest um uh, biggest things and John Maxwell was the guy that was that was really giving us his leadership lesson, but he was talking about not going towards a dream, right growing towards one, and a lot of times we think that you know we need to just go and chase our dreams and and do things, but but we forget about the process, right? We, we try and just jump into something and you can't just get rich quick, right? So, you know, there's an expression out there, now I'm thinking about this, there's an expression out there that says that success does happen overnight, but it happens after seven years. You know what I mean? Like you can become a success overnight, but usually that's after seven years or a long period of time of just trial and error and fail and whatever, right? So, so it's not that you can't do something and become rich quick because getting rich can be quick, but it takes a lot of growth and development because let me, let me ask you something, right? What happens if you do become rich overnight and you've never worked a day in your life to get that? or you've never you know, learned about the mindset of having wealth and what wealth embodies or what being rich embodies and what to do with that money after that, where you think it's it's going to be good for you. I mean, you're going to start losing money day one if it's sitting in your bank, right? So it's good to have a million dollars, but a million dollars sitting in your bank account where you're getting like a fraction of a percent return each month and Inflation is two to three percent each year. Really, right? What are you doing? So, so you got to be smart with that money. Having money is not the end all be all. You have to grow as a leader, and right, having a following or having people underneath you is not just a thing, right? I mean, you know, even um, you know, officers that commission out of college, out of the academy, or out of whatever, right? You can't just go into a position as an officer and expect that you're going to be a successful leader. You have to grow to become one, right? The admirals and the generals that we honor today were not successes, you know, just because they, they, you know, had a situation happen. I mean, you know, it took a lot of time and cultivation, development, mentorship, right? A lot of growth in that. Um, and John Maxwell, John Maxwell has a book. It's called leadership. I'm going to add it in the show notes, but I definitely want you guys, especially you officers out there to consider taking it up. I, I took a look at it and I'm going to order a copy here soon. Um, because I think it's a very, very, uh, amazing, um, concept and any t- i book and it talks about some concepts there about finding your growth environment, right? Because we're talking about the necessity to grow, right? As a leader or as a business um, person or as an investor, right? As anything, anything that is, that you deem successful in life takes growth and finding that growth environment is crucial. And he talks about three key areas in it. Um, in his book too, it's, you know, the place where other people are ahead of you, right? And so finding that place where there are folks doing what you're doing, um, or doing what you want to do, right? I guess is really what that is. It's finding those those mentors out there that have done it, that have been successful in it, and that can help give you advice so you can learn from their mistakes and pick up where they left off. And you can build your success a lot faster because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And he also talks about, right, the second point is talking about finding a place where you're continually challenged, And a lot of times when you're in that location where you're not being challenged on the day-to-day, there's no growth there. There's nothing you learn. And if you don't learn anything, then you're not growing, right? So it's very important finding a place that will continue to challenge you or finding those friends out there, right, that will challenge you, that are not going to accept your your status quo. They're going to say, hey, listen, you said you wanted to do this last week. Why haven't you done it yet? Right, you said you wanted to to uh take the jump into that in that property or you wanted to schedule that call with Mike, right? But you haven't done it yet. So, what are you waiting on? Right? Do you have friends there that hold your feet to the fire? Do you have friends in your life or family in your life that that keeps you sharp? That questions when you're mad about something and instead of coming from a place of anger, they come and try and understand where you're coming from with it, right? Or, or have those people that'll say, listen, you told me your goals, man. 2019 was supposed to be big for you. What have you done yet? It's already February and you haven't done anything to accomplish your goals yet. You know, having that partner, right? That spouse that, it, that works for, that works with you and attaining your goals or you to her or him, right? Whatever. Um, but, you know, having that accountability partner and that challenge is good. And the last place he talks about is a place where failure is your best friend, right? Because we all know that we're going to fail in life. Every single one of us has failed. And if you haven't failed at anything, then well, you got a big awakening coming for you very soon, buddy. I'm sorry to tell you, but um, you know, failure, it, it, it happens and you need to be comfortable with that. Right. And if you need to find a place where failure is a very, very high probability to get you over your comfort zone in failure, then, hey, maybe you need to do that. A lot of people take up sales. You know, They take it up for the training. They take it up for the idea that they, they have, um, they have a, a goal to become really successful, but they don't know what just quite yet. And uh, in sales, if you are in sales, you know this exactly, but there's a lot of rejection and you have to be okay with that. I mean, even in the military, right? There's a lot of rejection in there. If you're, let's say, the quote unquote, good idea fairy. But you know what though? Keep bringing up those good ideas. I challenge you. If you're the good idea fairy in your command, I want you to keep bringing up those good ideas. Why? Because one of those ideas is going to stick, my friend. And don't let anyone crap all over your dreams and, and your ideas of bettering the command and making the the uh, the spot or your squad a better place okay because there is a need for you we need creative leaders and thinkers like you in our military to help us advance and be co- and, and to continue to be the best force in the world right so who y'all on that all right <clears throat> So John Maxwell is always also talking about prioritizing your leadership and where and, uh, prioritizing your leadership to where you're going to see a high return. And he's not really talking about you know, financial return there. He's mostly talking about um, the return that you'll get on the emotional side or on the spiritual side. It's a little more of a warm and fuzzy type of thing, right? But, but where you're going to build the most rapport and you're going to have the most success because you're getting everyone on that same page, right? So these are some of the things you want to do. And a lot of times when, you know, you're a leader, you're burdened with a lot of different things coming at you from different directions. So it's easier for you to tackle the ones that are going to be the quickest fix and have the best, the best return and then start to tackle some of the other, of the other things, right? <clears throat> so another thing, really, you want to know what you want Um, And you have to have the right tools and stay focused, right? Knowing what you want is going to help you achieve your goals, right? Knowing what your goal is, having the right tools is going to help you accomplish that goal, of course, because you can't do it if you don't have the right information or the right tools, the right stuff to help you get there. And staying focused right, staying focused, not letting distractions and the outside come and and um, and hamper you from your goal, whatever that is, and being consistent, probably the number one thing I think anyone got from listening to John up, up there that day is being consistent day after day, week after week, month after month, because consistency is what 's going to get you to that finish line, not not the dream, not the goal, not the tools. And quite frankly, not even the focus because you could be focused on something and still not accomplish much, right? If you're focused, but you're not consistent with that focus, right? I mean, I can be focused for 10 hours one day and then not be focused the rest of the week, (laughs) you know what I mean? But if I don't pick it back up, right, then that's it. So you got to be consistent and, um, And yeah, and then so going into some of the marketing stuff there, um, they mentioned that copywriting is a crucial, crucial skill that any marketer needs to learn. And you kind of think about that with what you're seeing in social media, with blog articles, with uh, even podcasts, you know, um, copywriting is a skill that you need to have because the first thing people see, um, and even if it's like the logo or a brand, right, you need to be able to understand what the message is that they're trying to convey with the ad. And if you don't understand what people are advertising, then, you know, you're not going to buy their product. Does that make sense? And it's the same, right, for you. Like, no one's going to come and buy your product if they don't know what you're trying to sell. So keep that in mind. Copywriting is all those little, you know, all the words that go into any kind of advertising. That's essentially copywriting and knowing what to say. Um, understanding the anatomy of marketing was another big takeaway from that weekend. Um, I th- forgot who it was that was talking about it. I think it was Ryan Dees, but he, you know, one of them was, were, was mentioning about the, um, the anatomy of marketing, right? Understanding what people are seeing or right? understanding what people are hearing, what people are feeling, you know, from your heart all the emotions that tie into marketing, right? That that all plays a factor because if you can't convey your message properly or even really more than that, because in sales, you'll know it's not about the, it's not about people understanding what it is that you're trying to sell as much as it is, uh, them feeling understood, right? Because, You know, for instance, you guys out there, you listening here, you trying to understand financial freedom, you want to wrap your head around this, you want to understand real estate investing, right? And we feel you in that there is no education here on the military. We know that we've been there, we've done it, we're doing it. And we are giving you that education that you so desperately need, deserve, well, definitely deserve, but need because, I mean, one of the worst things out there is coming back from war, not having a mission and not having a purpose and losing all hope, and we see that all the time with our veterans that return from you know from war, have these PTSD issues and come back and, and they fight the, the worst war of their life, which is coming back home without an actual mission right and so having this this, this um, ability to build financial freedom with investments or real estate you know it's, it's important. Right And this is something that can help you out, and it can also prevent veteran homelessness, which we you know we see all too commonly outside of these military bases man so so keep that in mind right um, when it comes to marketing, you want to make sure that your customer is feeling understood, and that is what's going to help drive the most sales and and helping to convey what they want understood and how you're going to help understand them and also help solve their problem. That's, that's the big thing. Okay. And then, um, uh, real quick, I'm not going to touch into all of these, but, uh, I took down eight things that any digital marketer needs to know and learn. I think this is valuable to add. So I'm going to say it, uh, but conversion funnels. Okay. So conversion funnels. If you don't understand that, make sure you take a look at that. Uh, con con marketing. Number three was paid traffic. Four was email marketing. Five was social media, of course. Six was search marketing. And seven was data analyzing. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. And then eight was testing and optimizing. So, um, again, I'm not going to go into these just because... It would take me forever and it uh, <laughs> to go into all of these. But if you're taking notes, make sure you go take a look at those. If you have some kind of business that you're running out there and that you you're looking to improve on, those eight things are huge. And what maybe what I'll do is I'll maybe I'll do another podcast later on and actually go into these more specific. Or I'll write a blog, a blog article for you. One of those two. But look out for it in the future. All right. And then the last day was on execution. Um, so being able to execute some of these, you know, concepts and these theories that we that all oh, that they spoke about during the weekend and how to implement it into your business. And I mentioned a little bit before about it, but you know, Grant Cardone opened up talking about how you don't have to have your 90%, I'm sorry, you don't have to have your 100% bulletproof business plan. If you have an idea, if you have an investment, if you're looking to buy a property, right? you don't have to understand everything about it. All you need to do is have a 90% solution, enough to get started, You know, some education on it, some net- or network to help you get out of a bad spot if you're in one, and just run with it. And then you're going to learn the rest of the way. I mean, School of Hard Knocks is the best teacher in the world, hands down. I don't care what you say. Now, you can study the books all day. You can know the black and white, but at the end of the day, if you don't understand how to tie the pieces together, how to rebound from something that happens, you know, you're you're going to be behind. And a lot of that isn't in the textbook. So you got to be able to have some experience there to help you know help you leverage investments, help you leverage other other um, partners in on deals and and whatnot, and to really speak the language and to understand it. Right. And, um, and so, you know, getting everyone on the same page is also critically important. If you have a team or if you have a family uh, or just if it's you and your spouse, right, you're your partner, you guys have to be on the same page. Everyone needs to know what the goal is and how you're working towards the goal to get there. Because what you don't want to do is have one side of the chain weighing you down and another one trying to lift it up. Right. You got to have both in the same playing field, um, you know, so, um, so that's important, you know, I mean, and, ha- and having role models in your life that are doing what you're doing or, or doing what you want to do is also vitally important because when things get blurry and you don't have that answer for the next step, that person can help get you there. Or maybe just watching if it's a silent mentor, right? That person, you know, you may see or hear a podcast or something on what that person did in the situation, and that may help you out in the future. So having those role models is crucial. Um, you know, in being insistent on target attainment. Okay, this one really is just not compromising what your objective is. Right? If you're if you're familiar with uh, battle planning at all right we uh we talk about the mission what do we need to accomplish and our objectives in the mission and each of those mission each of those objectives need to be met in order to you know complete the mission and if you don't then you'll compromise you know whatever it is that your ultimate goal was and then you have to think about the first second and third order of effects for not completing that mission okay if it was taking out a specific target Right, I mean, what happens now that you either failed to take out that target, or, or well, yeah, in general, failed. Whether it's missed, or whether you just didn't even get the opportunity to do it. Now, what happens because you haven't taken out that target? How many other lives are going to be lost because Osama bin whoever is out there and still wreaking havoc across borders? Right. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, scheduling future events is another great way to help keep you accountable and pull you forward. If you're scheduling an event, like let's say for instance, right, I'm scheduling VA loan seminars in the Hampton Roads communities as we speak, right? There will be one sometime in the spring before, uh, before the, before, uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? There will be someone something in the spring. As far as you in the Hampton Roads area, look out for it, right? I'm putting my plans out there and I'm keeping myself accountable with this because you know it's important. And I want that event to happen because I want to grow for something else in the future. Right? We are looking to start hosting our own conferences. Something like this, right? Something like this concert where we or not concert, but it's this conference where we can bring in thousands of military veterans, families, you know, from all from all over the world, or all over the country at least. And to, you know, be able to help bring successful veterans that are killing it in the game in front of you so they can give you their advice, their mentorship, so you can get some value from that and get started in building your own wealth or your own business or whatever the case may be, right? We are going to do that. Uh, we haven't figured out a name yet, but if anyone has some creative names out there, share it with us, you know? you know, Hashtag this post, all right, or this, uh, this um This podcast and let let me know what kind of cool names you guys out there. I I would love to hear some of the ideas because you know when we do put this thing together, it's gonna be epic and we are going to have a blast, okay? So uh yeah, so let me know. Um, all right, and then also training. I mean, we talk about this in the military all the time, it's super important, but in business, it's the same thing, right? Or in investing, it's the same thing, being able to analyze deals daily. Look at five a day, 10 a day, 20 a day if you want, right? But the more deals you look at, right, the more knowledge you have in your area, the better understanding you'll have of what's going on and the quicker you'll be able to pick up on something when you when it comes across your desk, right, or into your scope. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, and then, of course, right, taking care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself in life, guys. I mean, health is just... As equally important, if not more important than wealth, right? Because you need to be able to enjoy the money you have coming in. So while you're building your real estate empire, make sure you're also getting exercise in, eating right, you know, being uh, you know, being conscious of your nutrition and your body, or your calorie intake or your water intake, right? Making sure you're hydrated. These are all important things that you need to do in order to keep yourself. Successful as long as possible, right? Um, and then, of course, the last thing, right? Marketing and advertising, and what uh, whatever it is that you're doing, because people need to know you so they can what flow you, right? <laughs> they can give you their money if they don't know you, they're not going to flow you. My man Grant Cardone is absolutely right when it comes to that phrase because at the bottom, at the end of the day. Right, no one is going to be able to help you become financially free. Or you're not gonna be able to help them become financially free if you guys aren't talking, communicating what it is to your goals. Make sense? So um so yeah. All right. So make sure you're getting yourself out there. Um, Honestly, the conference was absolutely amazing. I had a lot of notes. I had even more of this. This was just a selection that I took out to uh, talk about on the podcast. Uh, But hopefully to inspire you guys to go out there, build your financial freedom, however it is you're doing it. If it's through real estate, great. If it's not through real estate, maybe it's through business, e-commerce, consulting, you know, what other kind of service, then great. You know, whatever it is that you're helping to build your wealth your portfolio and eventually turning that into some passive income so you can stabilize your, your future year you and live your best life. I truly wish you guys the best of luck, many blessings, hold the course. It's February and we're almost well into 2019. So make sure that you guys are keeping accountable on your goals and you're not giving up. If you need help out there, reach out to us, schedule a call. Or make sure you check out the Start the Spark program where we can help get you your first or your next deal. All right? We live for this stuff, guys. Make sure you hit subscribe and stay with us because we are going to do big things coming up very soon. All right. Later.